In this episode of the Brawn Body Health and Fitness Podcast, I'm joined by Bridget Finn and Lindsay Topper. Now, Bridget and Lindsay are pretty well known for their time on the women's soccer team at Lebanon Valley College, where they both starred and played very well, and we're going to discuss a lot of that today. They're also well known for their TikTok channel, where they went viral in the early days of TikTok. But I knew them as two of my residents during my final year as a resident assistant during the uh, COVID year, nonetheless, and we'll be discussing and diving into what that was like as well. Now, before we get to this awesome episode that's jam-packed with light, loose, fun, entertaining content for you, we have a quick word from one of our sponsors. Bridget, Lindsay, welcome to the show. Really excited to have both of you on. Thanks. Thanks, Dan. We're excited to be here. Yeah, I feel like it's been forever since I've seen the two of you. So for people who aren't familiar with the two of you and the dynamic duo that was, you know, the Dutchman soccer, uh, I'll, I'll say like the golden stars, so to speak. And, you know, my favorite RA residents for a year. Could you kind of share a little bit about how the two of you met and how the two of you became like such close friends and all? Bridge, yeah. you want to start? Yeah, of course. So um in high school, Lindsay played for a club soccer team. I played for a club soccer team. Our high schools weren't close enough to actually play each other. So if we did not play club soccer, we wouldn't actually know each other. Well, maybe, but um, I ended up switching sophomore year of high school to play on Lindsay's team. And I started coming to those practices and Lindsay and I just became really close friends after practicing twice a week, having tournaments on the weekends. Um, her dad was one of the coaches. So got to know her family well and my family well and um we were just always having the best time at soccer practices and I always look forward to it and then because after soccer ended we weren't living too close to each other we didn't really see each other much we followed each other on Instagram and kept up with each other's lives um but we were always really sad that we couldn't play soccer together anymore well little did we know I ended up transferring freshman year to Lebanon Valley College and about a year and a half after that, maybe a year after that, because it was in the winter, um, Lindsay, I found out Lindsay was looking to transfer to a school that had um, physical therapy at the time. And I like just sold her, I have to say, on LBC. I was like, Lindsay, you have to come here. We can play soccer together. We can even live together, maybe. It would be the best time. So Lindsay and I met, met up. I think it was actually like on your birthday or the day before your birthday. Um, and I showed her LVC and the rest is history. She transferred and we got to play soccer together. Um, the year after that, we ended up living together. Um, blessed to have Dan as our RA all of junior year. <laughs> we had a ton of fun. So that's how it all started. Lens, I and it was just kind of crazy because I mean, like when I was at East Stroudsburg, I was sitting there thinking like, I need to transfer. I need to figure out a place I can transfer to. And then I remember sitting on Instagram and I was like, oh. I was like, I know Bridget transferred to LVC. I'm like, I wonder if they have PT. I know that Bridget was going through PT at DeSales at first, and then she transferred to LVC for athletic training. And then I was like, I'm just going to message Bridget and just see like what she says about LVC. And she was like, oh my gosh, you have to come here. This place is awesome. And I was like, okay, well, like, you know, if, if I apply, like, would you help me through the whole process? So then she did. And then she's like, we should just meet at LVC one day so I can show you around campus. And then she gave me the whole rundown with the soccer team and the school and the rest is history. And now we're here. That's yeah. pretty amazing. I was a Valley ambassador at LVC, which meant I always, I got paid as a work study to give tours and 
work in the admissions office. So I was like, I was made for this, Lindsay. You're coming with me. <laughs> so you showed her all the good parts and maybe uh, the one or two not so good parts, right? Yeah. And we found those along the way too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, along your little like friendship journey and, you know, Lindsay coming to LVC and playing soccer and the exercise science program and all these different things. I remember that the two of you started a little TikTok channel, I believe. Is that correct? So, so sophomore year, I had transferred there in the winter and I had lived with my other roommate, Molly, at the time. So when we were going into this fall of our junior year, I had convinced Bridget to live on campus with me. So junior year, we had to go early for preseason for soccer. So we're in Mary Green and I had determined junior year, I said, Bridget, we're going to get TikTok famous this year. This is the year. <laughs> and like, at first it was kind of a joke. And I think that's all TikTok starts for everyone. Like, oh, this is just stupid. Like, this is good. This is funny. And then like, you get kind of addicted because you start getting a lot of views and then people think you're really funny. So then we just started recording like stupid stuff that like, <laughs> like had, we had no idea what we were doing. And then lo and behold, we got a lot of views on a couple of our videos and we were like, oh my gosh, we're famous. And then we convinced everyone that we were getting paid by TikTok. <laughs> for getting all these views and they believed it. We were like, yep, got these new sneakers with the money we got from TikTok. They were like, nah, you're getting paid. We're like, mm-hmm, yep. Yeah, our soccer team was kind of gullible in that sense. But if there's one way to hype Lindsay and I up, it is to tell us we're funny because <laughs> we'll just get huge heads and we just had a great time with it. So it was a lot of fun. Um, like Lynn said, I was like, oh, I'll just download this app as a joke. I actually didn't want to download it for the longest time. I was like, I'm not getting TikTok. I'm not getting TikTok. And even after like a year of all my friends having it, I was like, nope, still not getting it. And then Lens talked me into it. Um, <laughs> but we had a lot of fun with it. Um, a lot of our videos were taken in Mary Green, which is when we had um, Dan as our RA that year. That's the name of the dorm. So yeah, he's notorious for, if we didn't have you, Dan, yeah. as our yeah. RA. We have to, we we have to thank you. We were kind of loud. We were very loud. Yeah. Bridget slung up against the door a couple of times out in the hallway, fell, making a lot of noise. So we yeah, appreciate the, your patience with us. There was like a handstand one, right? Where you like did a handstand and like went up against the door. I think I remember that one. I, it literally yeah. popped up in my feed the other day. And I was like, isn't this like two or three years old? No way. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm like, shocked to hear that. Yeah. You, you ever go to like, what is it? Like the following part of TikTok? And you see stuff mm -hmm. from people that you're following, but it's like two weeks ago or two months ago. Like, it's not always like the most recent stuff. I don't know how they figure it out. Um, but yeah, that one popped up the other day. I was like, oh, this is perfect. We're going to talk about this. Wow. Yeah, that is awesome. I'm actually really happy to hear that. I thought I was long <laughs> gone, dead and gone. <laughs> but yeah, I, um, I couldn't I couldn't stop the you know creative genius that was the duo of Lindsay and uh, Bridget. And I figured if I ever said anything bad about the two of you when I was your RA, then you would probably start throwing shade at me for the terrible door decks that I usually made the night before or the um, bulletin board that was reused for the past three years um, or any other little corner that I may or may not have cut as an RA. Hey, that's okay. We lived on the third floor, so it's not like anyone was going to come up there ready to want to be impressed by the door decorations. No, I wanted to be there for y'all and support all of you and whatever endeavors you were on, but um, there were some things like door decks that just were not my area of expertise by any means. <laughs> I, I don't know if you still have them, but they were, they were trash. I don't even remember what they were that year, but I think I like printed something out and cut it out. 
Well, that's fine because Bridget and I won the door decorating contest anyway. So that's true. I remember that. And I got you like tropical smoothie or something like that, I think. Yeah, you did. Yep. You yeah. did. Ah, the memories, the memories. So which TikTok trend was the hardest one to do? The dancing ones, for sure. Dancing ones? Yeah. I was really into the dancing ones. I would make Lindsay so frustrated because it would be like almost perfect. And I'd be like, we're doing it again. We need to make it perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this, this is about as good as it's going to get. Video. If our left arm didn't turn at the exact same time or whatever it was, I was like, no, it needs to be better. It just needs to be better. And I knew it, I knew it was coming because she'd be like, yeah. And I'm like, no, we're not doing it again. We're not. Oh, my gosh. Who was your favorite uh, person to do the videos with? Because it was the two of you, and then sometimes you'd throw someone else in there, right? Kelsey, right? Kelsey, Maddie Hartman was in one of those dancing ones in the locker room. We did a lot of TikToks in the locker room before our games or practices, before we had to focus. You know, you have that time to get all your jitters out and like be crazy. And then we would focus, don't worry. But um, yeah, we had a couple couple of features in our videos. Lindsay and I were just, we just needed each other and then whoever else was just a bonus. Yeah, true. For sure. And that must have worked well for you doing the TikToks before the games, because I think you were both pretty good at soccer, if I remember correctly. I mean, Lindsay had some kind of record setting goal against Messiah or something like that, I think. Right. Record setting. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> if I'd say that. <laughs> yeah, but that was that was probably a highlight of my life because I know. Well, so Bridget couldn't play that game because she had a was it a heart catheterization bridge. Mm-hmm. And so she like couldn't put really put any weight on her right arm. So. We go to Messiah where like, it was their homecoming. Our coach was like, listen, I don't want you to be nervous about this game. Like it's just another team. However, we're going to put five people on defense when normally we have four. So we're like, okay, so you're nervous about it. So then like, they were like winning like four to four to nothing or something at that point. So at that point, I was just kind of like, you know what? I'm just going to go in. I'm just going to do my best because like Messiah if you've ever watched Messiah they are a lot of fun to watch and I could feel myself standing on the field like watching them pass the ball and I was like wow that's like really good <laughs> so then so we got a free kick and I scored somehow and Bridget was on the sideline with her one arm up and she was like oh my gosh it was like a proud mom moment that's if my roommate play, right <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> I was so proud I couldn't have been more proud of Lynch. But it was a sick goal. If you, if someone can pull this up on Instagram, if you're if you're listening, um, if you see it, you'll be really impressed too. It was a free kick. Lynch did like a bicycle like touch, and then you like volleyed it. Yeah. Is it on Lindsay's Instagram, or is it on the LVC Soccer Instagram, or what are we working with here? I don't think anybody posted it. I have it in my camera roll, but I don't think anybody posted it anywhere. Lindsay, maybe you can share a link, and then Dan can link it with this podcast because I think everyone okay. just wants to see it. Yeah, just send okay. me the video. We'll drop it in here. Okay, awesome. I'll send you the video. And let me get this straight. Bridget was an attacker and Lindsay was a midfielder, correct? We both kind of played the same position. Wow. Yeah, I played I played outside back for a little while and Lindsay played forward. And then I got pulled up to forward. We both played like winger or outside mid. So. so dynamic duo on and off the field then. You two just always working together, it seems. Correct. Yeah, Lynn was on the left. I was on the right most of the time. It's true. So yeah. the one the one game we played Eastern and um, we were at Eastern in the first half, I scored. And then the second half, I told Bridge, I'm like, well, I think we had this conversation, like, listen, if I score, like, you got to score. And if you score, I got to score. That's just how it has to be. 
And then Bridget scored the second half. And I'm like, I told you, this is how it's going to work. I remember after the game two, we were on the way home and they posted the article about our game and the recap. And it said Topper and Finn puts it away or something like that. And we were like, we made it. This is what we wanted this whole time. We needed <laughs> each other to score for each other. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, for sure. That's amazing. Uh, and it, it's incredible to me how you two are, were like always hyping each other up and like you really wanted like the best for one another. Like you really had a good friendship like on and off the field. And, uh, you know, a lot of people go through college and like they're friends with people. But like after college, like that really fades and falls apart quick. You know, it's not as genuine, I'll say. Well, I mean, it was it's not fun if like I'm succeeding and Bridget's not or Bridget's succeeding and I'm not. So it's like obviously if you know if Bridget was succeeding and I wasn't she was going to pick me up and make sure that I was there with her because otherwise just wouldn't have been as fun yeah and I can say having like we lived together we played soccer together we had every single class together we didn't even buy our own books we just shared our own books like we did a lot (laughs) together (laughs) so it was not fun if one of us like got a good grade on an exam the other one just didn't and it's like no one wants to live like that so we always pick each other up and we we're always there with each other and I, one thing else that we didn't talk about yet is in the weight room um Linz and I if we did not have each other in the weight room we would not be as strong as we were in college we really hyped each other up Linz can you tell them the infamous line that we always say to each other before you do a do a set so, so like any any exercise like back squat front squat dumbbell incline bench whatever it is I'm like all right bridge let's see it and, and if I didn't say that it yeah, sounds simple with, with the hands and everything the hands yeah I was getting it warmed up let's wow. see it I see it <laughs> it so sounds simple but yeah we said we then I started saying it to her and it just became a thing we started hyping up our team that way and saying all right let's see it don't don't let it go one rep under that you have to let's see them all yeah what were the PRs at the time? Oh, man. See, senior year was a little odd just because COVID like messed everything up because yeah. we didn't have like a set team of schedule. And like, I think at that point too, Bridget and I were kind of just mentally checked out from soccer because we trained all summer <laughs> for our season and then COVID canceled our season like two weeks before we were supposed to go. So it was like, okay, so I just wasted my whole summer like training for the season that's never going to happen. And then Bridget and I both couldn't play in the spring because we weren't full-time students then so we weren't even staying on campus and so junior year well spring of sophomore year and junior year was really the only time that we had seriously lifted Mm -hmm. I think yeah because spring of junior year we got sent home and then senior year was all weird but what were what did we even max on back spot I think we were in I was in the 160s I think you were like 180s yeah, I think I, got, I think my best in college is one eighty five or one ninety. Something like that. Yeah. 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 Um, I think we maxed on bench press too, but we don't need to talk about those numbers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we never maxed on deadlift or anything. We, I think it was actually only back squat and bench. And um, our hand cleans—they weren't—they weren't anything special either. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We did always get tested on our neutral grip pull ups and our vertical jump. Mm-hmm. Um, those were always fun. Yeah, interesting. And now the two of you are basically pros at those exercises. I mean, Bridget's doing pull-ups and handstands. Uh, it, it's impressive what y'all can do. I can't even do half that stuff. Like, I can't I can't even do a handstand against a wall, let alone, like, walk with it. I think you can. I'll teach you, Dan. You okay, all right. Sounds like a If player. you haven't noticed, Lindsay and I like to manifest a lot of things. We always say, all right, we're going to score these goals. We're going to do this. We're going to get A's on our exams. This is what we told each other. 
we manifested a lot so you can too <laughs> sometimes it worked sometimes it didn't but it seems like it worked pretty well for the most part it worked more than it didn't work and it continues to serve you well now by the looks of things anyways thanks dan yeah going back to kind of like what it was like having me as an ra because now i'm curious what impact did I have on you? Did I have any influence on you? Or were you just like this freaking guy? He's terrible. He's awful. Get him out of here. We never want to see him again. Or were the two of you just kind of like, what, what, what is this Instagram? My RA is starting like, this is stupid. Like what were, what were the thoughts going through your head? Having this like dude, like two years older than you, like technically be your RA, but also be like super chill and laid back about things. I think that was the best part that you were super chill and laid back about things. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I didn't really live on campus at LVC before. I lived on campus at the first school I went to for a semester, and then I lived at home for a year and a half. And then I was like, okay, back to living at school. I was excited to live with Lynn's, but I didn't want to have to like deal. Not, not that I did anything bad, but I didn't want to have to deal with some strict RA that didn't let me have a little fun and laugh loud. I have a loud laugh. And if, if I was going to have an RA that was like, hey, quiet down all the time, I wouldn't have been happy. So I think that was really nice. But also, I think the, the best part about having you as RRA is that you, um, your undergrad was in exercise science. And that's what Lindsay and I finished at. And we had so many questions and we always needed help with stuff. And you were always there to help no matter what it was. I know you were so busy and we were like, he's starting an Instagram page, his fitness page, and you're in PT school. And we we're like, I feel bad asking him if I need help with something. But we sometimes did. And you were always there to answer it and, and come through for us. So I think that was a great part. I, I do definitely remember having like a conversation with Lindsay that lasted like an hour about that sort of stuff, I think, um, because she was trying to sort through like PT versus PA versus all these different things. Um, so, yeah, th those things actually stick with me now. Wow. I haven't thought about that in a while. Yeah, I'm, well, I think for us, it's just confusing, too, because. I mean, some of the things at LVC, like their system of how you choose classes and, you know, what classes to take are, is like a little more confusing than some other schools, or at least the first school I went to, like they told you this, these are the classes you're taking and you can either take in this semester, this semester, and then like, you know, you picked all the classes that you wanted, you put in like a filter, like, no, I don't really want an 8am. And then you, it would generate different schedules for you. Like at LVC, you had to make your own schedule. I think that was a little confusing. And so having you to be able to say like, hey, Dan, you know, what about this class? What about this professor? You know, you've been there, done that. So it was it was easy that way. And plus, you know, but going back to what Bridget said about you being so chill and understanding. I mean, I remember when our thermostat wasn't working <laughs> and apparently there's like a secret button on this thermostat that like no one knows about. And Bridget and I are like taking the panel off, like looking for these buttons. And we're like, why is our room so cold? It's not getting hot or like vice versa. Why is it hot? Not getting cold. And then we're like, hey, Dan, thermostat's not working. You're like, all right, I'll submit a submit a ticket. And they the guy literally comes out and he's like, so there's a secret button here that you got to push. And we're like, well, why isn't there an actual button there? Like, why is it hidden? I'm confused. So yeah. weird. you had to like take the cover off and there was a button. I was like, why would this be hidden like this? I just, I just remember us sleeping every night with our weighted blankets on and we were freezing. <laughs> <laughs> it was a struggle. Oh. It was a struggle. Yeah, the, the things they didn't tell you on the tour, right? Right. right. <laughs> well, I think they put the secret button there so kids wouldn't, like, mess with the, the system a lot. Mm -hmm. But, like, if it's 80 degrees outside, I don't want my room to be 80 degrees. I want the air conditioner on. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was the first year I had, like, one not lived with freshmen because 
I was in a freshman dorm my first year, obviously. And I was a freshman RA for two years, which if you want interesting stories that you can tell for ages and ages, be a freshman RA because there, there's not a whole lot going on up here uh, in some of the freshmen. Um, and then like, I was just kind of like, all right, these are older guys, like older guys and gals, like they're chill, they're laid back. Like, I'm just gonna like, you know, they don't need a freaking like parent here. Like they're just gonna do their thing. But yeah, the stuff like that, like one, that was my first time ever having air conditioning in a dorm, which was pretty cool um, because one of the other dorms on campus didn't have like AC or heat or, well, it had heat, but no AC like in the individual rooms. So like you couldn't like cool it down in the summer and that sort of thing. So I took like full advantage of that. Like I was like moving the thermostat down to like 62 at night and like 70 during the day. Like that thing was like a roller coaster in my room. Um, but once you mentioned about the, like the secret buttons that were like built into the panel and hidden there, like I hit those like constantly because that thing would like freeze up or lock up. And you had to like, I it, it was the weirdest thing, but it was such a perk to have like finally have air conditioning in a dorm, which seems crazy to say in today's day and age, but you go three years being on like second floor of a building surrounded by like 40, 50 freshmen and it'd be like 75, 80 degrees every day and every night in there. Oh man, that's, that's rough in it for sure. Yeah. Well, go ahead, Bridge. I was just going to say, especially when we're there early for preseason, it was nice to have air conditioning. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I think you two were the first ones to move into the dorm if I remember correctly. These first ones I remember. Well, we were because remember, didn't President McLaren come into our room bridge when you were moving in to look at the bridge? That's President Thane. Thane, yeah. Yeah. Throwback, yeah. wow. Yeah, they're building the bridge right behind us. And we were like third floor right next to the bathroom. So it was a perfect view to like look down at the bridge they were building. So we came into the room for the first time to move in. And <laughs> President Thane was like walking into our room. We we're like, oh, uh, I think this is our room <laughs> he was like oh nice to meet you guys like he's the president of the school we're like all right like thanks for coming in our room <laughs> yeah right now <laughs> so I can unpack yeah for sure wow that's wild absolutely yeah, well, and Dan, I don't I don't know if you remember this or not walking down through the halls but in the spring semester of junior year we live right across the hall from Damon and Dan yes and we um we had soccer practice out in the rain like a captain's practice and Bridget had her pug goals and her our cleats were like soaking wet. We didn't want them in our room because, you know, they don't smell great. So you put them out in the hallway and Bridget put a note that said, like on a sticky note, said, like, please don't steal these or please don't take these or whatever. And then like, we got up the next day and there was like another sticky note and it said like, something about like, I won't take them or something. We were like, who put this note here? Like, was it Dan? I think it said, only since you said, I, I said- Oh, only because you asked nicely these. or something. I think I said, pretty please don't take these or something like that. Yeah, and he said, only because you asked nicely. <laughs> And we were like, wait, so like who put this here, Dan? Or was it like Damon and Dan? Like what's going on here? I don't remember if that was me or not. Um, you would have been able to tell by the handwriting. Like if it was like piss poor handwriting, could barely read it. It was definitely me. If it was like nice and neat and all like easy to read, it was definitely not me. It was someone else. <laughs> that, that was an interesting dynamic on that end of the floor. I never, like Damon was, he was big chilling. I, I never really felt like Dan really liked me, other Dan, um, but I, I couldn't Dan's kind of a negative Nelly sometimes. He's just yeah. very, like, serious <laughs> all the time. For sure. Yeah, and it was interesting, too, how they put, like, that, that was, like, the athlete side of the floor, it seemed like, because, like, you two played soccer, they played baseball, and there were some other people down there, too. I can't remember, like, all of them right off, but it was kind of an interesting split, and 
organization to the floor, I remember. It was kind of sad because we lived next to them all of the fall semester. And then in the spring, we got sent home like right before, right after spring break, I think it was, or right before mm-hmm. spring break, um, one of the two. And we became such great friends with them like two weeks before we had to move out. Like we were like, we actually started this like open door policy because if we had both of our doors open, we could just like see right into each other's rooms and became such great friends. And then we found out we were leaving. We we're like, no, like we had all this time right next to each other to be friends and hang out. And then we're, we had to move home and that was sad, but it was fun while it lasted. And honestly, sure. I have to say, like, I, I enjoyed living in Mary Green more than I did when we were in um, Marquette, just because, like, I don't know, like, that was the first year. I mean, I had lived in a, in a traditional dorm freshman year and then spring of sophomore year at LBC. And I loved living in Hammond with Molly because, like, Katie and Mai were right across the, the hallway. But, like, in Mary Green, like, when I was living with Bridget, and then we had Damon and Dan across the hall. And then Palmer and Cole were down the hall. Mm-hmm. And who else was on our floor? Sarah Musselman was on our floor, right? Yeah. Sarah was. And then, like, I don't know. We just had so many people, especially that were in our major, that, like, we could hang out with. And then Damon and Dan we were friends with. And then when we came back senior year, like, when Damon and Dan lived in um in DB, like, we didn't really see them that much. But I don't know. It was just kind of sad because we got so close with them. And then we had to leave. And like Bridget said, it was just disappointed we were with them that whole fall semester and never never talked to them I know yeah not even just on our floor but then we had a lot of our friends in our building too so that year was just a lot of fun yeah yeah for sure and you were in like the best location on campus because you were right by the dining hall and you were mm-hmm. right by the gym so you could go and crush those you know Friday night like leg day sessions and that sort of thing right yeah I can't say we were doing too many of those but we had a lot of early <laughs> We had a lot of early morning practices, 6 a.m. practices under the lights on the turf or early lifts. So we were at those and it was nice to be a lot closer to walking over to that side of campus there. Um, But I can't say we were at at the gym on Friday nights. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of gym and fitness and the two of you, like personally, where the heck are you now? Like, what have you been up to? So I can go ahead and start (laughs) off. So um, Lindsay and I both graduated last May uh, from LVC. We were both exercise science majors and I was going, my plan was to start grad school at LVC um, following that like right away in in the beginning of July. Um, But I quick changed my mind and I ended up doing grad school online through Liberty University and I started the end of June. So the program at Liberty was way more flexible, um, a lot more focused towards what I wanted to do. So it worked out a lot better for me. And the, the great part about it is you can take as many credits or as little credits as you want. You can get done in three years. You can get done in as soon as you can in nine to 12 months. So that's what I did. And I have, um, I think, 14 or 13 days left in grad school. So I started in June. I'm already finishing March 4th, which is, I mean, I'm, I'm really happy about that. I, um, I'm excited to be done with school for a while. So i um, been doing that, working part-time as a strength and conditioning coach. Um, I have my certified personal trainer certification and my CSCS um, to be a strength and conditioning specialist. So um, with that, I finished that job this week. And since I'm going to be done with grad school soon, I am moving on my own. So um, I'm going to be doing my own um, personal training sessions, my own strength and conditioning sessions locally, which is um, near Myerstown, Pennsylvania. If anyone's familiar, that's listening. Um, But yeah, starting my own business with that. And I still coach uh, high school soccer on the side too. So 
this is my my new adventure. So it's a <laughs> it's a big task. Um, it's not easy to go out on your own, but I think it's what is best for me. And it's what I want to do. So now, does that involve like your own place, or is it just you training people individually? Uh, I love to have my own place, but right now I uh, don't have all the money for that, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> but right now I'm just at a, um, there's a place near me that's local that I've been training at that is letting me keep 100% commission and um, they're like family to me. So I got really lucky with that and I can work as little as much as I want and charge what I want. So a lot of flexibility, um, which is what I really wanted. So that's what I'm working with. For sure. That's amazing. How about you, Lindsay? So like we just said, we graduated in May of 2021. And like you had mentioned earlier, I had tough time deciding between physical therapy or physician assistant. So I decided to go with PA, but because I kind of decided last minute and then when I decided COVID kind of started, I'm like really behind on some of the requirements I need for grad school. So one of the big things is getting your patient contact hours. So they're pretty specific about the different things you can do to get those hours. So like I got my EMT certification um, because that would give me patient contact hours. Ended up not working out just because a lot of the local stations are volunteer and the hours are terrible. So I'd never be able to work full-time plus do that. Like I would never be able to really sleep. So um, I do have that certification as like a, you know, under my belt, but I haven't really used it. So I'm working at ATI Physical Therapy as a, my technical title is Operations Support Specialist, but the job application title was Physical Therapy Aid. So basically just a tech, taking patients through exercises, answering the phones, doing intakes, that kind of stuff. Um, and then I'm also taking an online class right now <clears throat> through DeSales, um, taking microbiology, which is a requirement for grad school. I am coaching two soccer teams with my dad, <clears throat> at Penn Fusion Soccer Academy. Um, so that's like a, another part-time job. And then I'm also personal training um, a kid at my gym um, who is a soccer player, he's 12. And his mom and dad wanted him to get stronger, faster, better at soccer. So um, I wish I had more time to do it than once a week, but with my schedule right now with this class and coaching soccer and my job, it's the gym's like 30 minutes from school. So it's just not, or from work. So it's just not really convenient. So. For right now, it's only one time a week. Once soccer kind of dies down and this class ends, I'm hoping I can personal train more. Um, but for now, that's that's what's going on. Sounds like you're super busy, Lindsay. You've got a lot of things going on. I don't know how you balance all that. That's uh, that's pretty impressive from school and classes and microbiology is nothing to, uh, what do I want to say, like balk at, I guess. Like that's tough stuff. Like coming from someone who, like my freshman year, I tried to do like research in microbiology and that stuff all went way over my head. And I still get emails from people like asking like questions about like the article and like, I can't even answer them anymore. Like that stuff is like a whole nother language. So I give you a lot of credit for balancing like that medical side of things with the health and fitness side of things, because that is not easy to do. Well, and it's, and it's tough too, because this microbiology class is online. So yeah. it's already a difficult class. And then to have to basically teach myself this stuff is not, not easy. And um, I have to really, really try to manage my time and set aside time. You know, I need this hour to study for this class or I need, you know, I'm taking 30 minutes of lunch to eat my lunch and then the other 30 minutes I'm doing my classwork. Um, so it's, it's definitely been tough to try to balance 
all this stuff because I also want to have a social life. I also want to be able to go out and do fun things for myself, but that that part's been tough. So I'll be I'll be happy when this class is over, is over in April. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I'm curious. So how have both of your boyfriends played into your success? Because you both, from what I remember, you're both currently dating someone, correct? Yes. Yep. <laughs> It'd be awkward if we said no. <laughs> oh, Let's no. through it at the end. <laughs> yeah, so I'll, I can start off. So um, my boyfriend, Alex, actually played football at Bucknell University. So he's always been active. He's active his entire life. He played uh, football and baseball in high school. So it's been nice having him. We motivate each other, push each other, get each other in the gym. Um, we actually uh, started 75 hard this year, if anyone's familiar. So it's 75 days straight of two workouts a day, um, 45 minutes. Each one of them has to be outside, a gallon of water a day, 10 pages of a nonfiction book a day. There's a lot more to it too. So if you're interested, you can look it up, but it's a very hard physical and mental challenge to put yourself through. And we were doing it. We were doing great, really holding each other accountable. And then I actually had a trip um, to Indianapolis and it was just not possible for me with the conference that I was at to get more than like five hours of sleep while doing this because I would have had to wake up super early to do the workout. So I didn't make it through past two weeks, which hopefully one day I'll try it again. But that's just one example. Like we push each other. We were trying to get each other um, to do that. But even just life too, like pushing each other and motivating each other when it's like when you're busy and you don't want to do it and actually like I know Lindsay and I are used to being student athletes and used to having a lot on our plate and having to manage our time and I think we managed our time better when we were in season and had busier schedules or whenever it was busiest sometimes it was busier in the off season so when you have a lot and you have to manage your time tightly I think it pushes you more to like get everything done that you need to do and stop slacking and procrastinating. So I think having a boyfriend on all on top of everything can actually make it easier and, and you push each other and like hold each other accountable and get it done. What about you? Yeah, um, I, I will say that, that Fredo is one of those people that like just very caring and, and giving and thoughtful and, you know, like, for example, I, he knew that I had to do this podcast this morning at 7.30 and I fell asleep last night before he left. So he set my alarm for me. And when I woke up at like 4.30 in the morning, my alarm was already set for seven. And I was like, oh, okay, that's great. Um, and like, he knows that I'm, you know, really tired. I've been going to bed really early. And um, he just hit, like Bridget said, like he, he will set aside time for me. He's like, you know, no, we're not going out. You're going to sit home and you're going to study. And like, he's fine sitting in the living room and being on his phone. So I can sit there for an hour and a half or two hours and study on a Friday night. Um, so he's, he's a little better at managing my time for me than sometimes I am, I think, cause I'm like, oh, I don't want to study. I want to go out and do something fun. He's like, no, we're staying home. <laughs> I'm like, okay, fine. So, so that's been kind of nice to have that person to, to really like, you know, make sure that I'm sitting down and getting everything done that I need to do. And, you know, if, if he's like, Hey, why, my family's having a get together this weekend, do you want to come? And I'm like, I can't, I have soccer. You know, he's not like, he doesn't get angry with me. He's very understanding that my schedule is very busy and his family is understanding that I have a lot going on and that I'm not going to be able to, to be at everything that I want to be at. So, so that's been really great to have. Yeah, for sure. So um, if there's any guys listening that are struggling to connect with a uh, female athlete that they uh, may or may not be talking with, here's some good advice for you. You should take <laughs> notes in, right? <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> 
Brawn Body Health and Fitness Podcast. Physical health advice, physical fitness advice, and now dating advice. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But I also want to just plug in there that if you want to start, how can I be a a good accountability partner or a good friend? Start with your bestie. That's what Lindsay and I did. We always (laughs) held each other accountable and and made each other work harder in the gym and with school and stuff in college. So that's how it all started. You know, Bridget was that friend that would make me get up at six o'clock in the morning to go do a workout on a Friday. I'm like, Bridget, I don't want to do this. She's like, too bad. We're going. (laughs) Hey, we're still alive. We made it through. yep you succeeded you did it and now you're on the other side and life is good right heck yeah correct yeah awesome absolutely so where can people find out more about you social media websites tiktok obviously we got to follow you on tiktok if you're not already (laughs) yeah so my instagram handle is at bridget finn um and i actually have a fitness page that i'm getting ready to get started and putting some more content out there um, build my following, build my clientele. And that ad name is at coaching by Bridget. It's changed a little bit. It was something else. And then my TikTok name is at Bridget is fine with two ends in fine, like my last name. So um, <laughs> I can say, if you go to that page, you're going to get a good laugh. I might be a little embarrassed. Um, <laughs> I haven't made a video in a while. They're all pretty old, but um, we had a lot of fun with it. That is not a business account. That is solely for unprofessional, just fun times with my friends. So um, that's where you can find me. My Instagram is <clears throat> at Lindsay Topper. Uh, Lindsay is L-I-N-D-S-E-Y. Please don't spell it with an A because that is the correct <laughs> way. <laughs> and then um, I also run an Instagram account for um, the one soccer team that I coach, which is Penn Fusion United 07. Um, and I just post stuff on there about the girls like their birthday or I posted a picture the other day of um our game and the 50 mile an hour wins and the snow squall that we had which was kind of terrible but um just post fun things like that of the girls and the team and what we've been doing so my TikTok is um same as my Instagram Lindsay Topper um I don't post as many videos as what Bridget did only because we stuck with one account and then we just went through the whole thing so I don't really have many videos, but all the likes that I have are, I think are really funny or cool. So <laughs> they are, gotta check them out. Still good content. This has been fun. It's been a pleasure having both of you on the podcast and looking forward to seeing you and talking with you again soon. Thank you so much, Dan. Good to Thanks, see you. Thanks, Dan, for having us. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Brown Body Health and Fitness Podcast. If you like this episode, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform and share this episode with a friend who you think would enjoy hearing it. Additionally, if you want to help support this podcast and keep future episodes going, please check out our links below where you can support us directly or through engaging in any of our affiliate marketing links. Last, please make sure you check us out on social media at Braun Body and leave a five-star review, especially if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify.